You're listening to LUTG Radios. You're listening to LUTG Radios WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airwaves with the LUTG Radio Show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is Devotionals with Jesus Christ and Kathy Brox, and I am Kathy Brox. Glory to God. We are actually doing uh, Genesis 41 through 43 today. King James Version using the BibleGateway.com app. That being said, thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day. Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Oh, Father God, we walk into your presence through the blood of Jesus, giving you thanks and praise. For you alone are worthy. You gave us life today. You gave us hope today. I thank you, Heavenly Father. For we evaded the grave today, Lord God, by your graces. Thank you, Lord God, for your breath. Thank you, Lord God, for your for our health. Thank you, Lord God, for our safety. Thank you, Lord God, for our peace of mind, our sound mind, and our sound bodies. I thank you, Lord God, for understanding of your word. Amen. Anything that is good, I mean truly good, comes from you. For you said in your word, if we, man being wicked, can give good gifts, how much more you? I say abundantly more. Lord, for you are worthy. Of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Amen. With that being said, folks, check this out. Give your very best gift to your spouses, your children, your family. Because as good as you give, God has to do more. Because his word says he does more than you. So if you're wondering why your family is not blessed, it's because He's only going to, he's going to do more than what you do, right? So what you doing? You ain't doing that. He ain't doing nothing. You say you love him, bless him. Amen. <laughs> Look, I figure we might as well take the scriptures literal because Jesus is alive. The scriptures are kind of long today and I hope I get through this in less than a half hour. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Book of Genesis says this. And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed and behold, he stood by the river and behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kind and fat fleshed that fled in a meadow. And behold, seven other kind came up after them out of the river. It uh, ill-favored and lean-fleshed and stood by the other kind upon the brink of the river. And the ill-favored and lean-fleshed kind did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kind. So Pharaoh awoke, and he slept and dreamed the second dream the second time. And behold, 
seven ears of corn came up upon one stalk and rank and good. One stalk rank and good. And behold, seven thin ears blasted with the east wind sprung up after them. And the seven thin ears devoured the um, seven rank full ear, rank and full ears. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, I do remember my faults this day. Pharaoh was wroth with the, with his servant and put me in the yard, I'm sorry, in the ward, in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief butler. And we dreamed the dream in one night, I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was, and there was there with us a young man, a he, an Hebrew, servant to the captain of the guard. And we told him and we interpreted to and he interpreted to us our dreams to each man according to his dream he did interpret and it came to pass as he interpreted to us so it was he, it so it was me he restored unto mine office and him he hanged then pharaoh sent and called joseph and brought him hastily out of the dungeon and he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I have dreamed the dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And I have dreamed, and I have heard say of thee that thou canst understand a dream to interpret it. And Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God shall give Pharaoh an answer of peace. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood upon the bank of the river, and behold, there came up of the river seven kind, fat flesh and well-favored, and they fled in a meadow. And behold, seven other kind came up after them, poor and very ill, favored and lean flesh, such as I have never saw in the land of Egypt for badness and the lean and ill-favored kind did eat up the first seven fat kind and when they had eaten them up it could not be known that they had eaten them but they were still ill-favored at the beginning so i awoke and i saw in my dream and behold seven ears come up in one stalk full and good and behold, seven ears withered thin and blasted with the east wind sprang up after them. And the, and the thin ears devoured the seven good ears. And I told this unto the magicians. But there was none that could declare it to me. And Joseph said unto Pharaoh, The dream of Pharaoh is one. God hath shared Pharaoh what, is about, what he is about to do. The seven gold kind are seven years, and the seven good years are seven years. Um, the dream is one. The seven thin uh, and ill-favored kind 
that came up after them are the seven are seven years, and the seven empty ears blasted with the east wind shall be seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken unto Pharaoh, what God is about to do he showeth unto Pharaoh. Behold, there come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt, and there shall arise after them seven years of famine, and all the plenty shall be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine shall consume the land. And the plenty shall not be known in the land by reason of that famine following, for it shall be very grievous. And for and for that he dreamed, and for that the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. That is, because the thing is established by God, God will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore let Pharaoh look out a man, therefore look out a man, discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land and take up the fifth part of the land in Egypt in the seven plenteous years and let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the land under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities and that food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land perish not through the famine. And the thing and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such a one as this is, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God hath showed thee all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house according to unto my unto thy word. Shall all my people be ruled only um, in the throne? Will I be greater than thou? And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See. I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand. And arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephanathpaniah. And he gave to him, he gave to him, he gave him to wife. Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, and Joseph went on to went out over all the land of Egypt. And Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from uh, the presence of Pharaoh and went out through all the land of Egypt. And in the seven plenteous, in the seven plenteous years. 
the earth brought forth by handfuls and he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the cities the food of the field which was round about every city laid he up in the same and Joseph and Joseph gathered corn as a sand of the sea very much until he left numbering for as it was without number unto Joseph were born two sons before the years of famine came which Asenath the daughter of Potiphar priest of On bare unto him and Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh for God said he hath made me forget all my toil and all my father's house and the name of the second um, he the name of the second called he Ephraim for God hath called has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction and the seven years of plenteous that was in the land of Egypt were ended and the seven years of dearth began to come according as Joseph had said and the earth was in all the lands but in all the land of Egypt there was bread and when the land of Egypt was finished I'm sorry was uh, famished the people cried to uh, Pharaoh for bread and Pharaoh said unto the Egyptians go unto Joseph what he saith to you do and the famine was over all the face of the earth and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto uh, the Egyptians the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt and all the countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn because that the famine was so sore in all the lands that's the end of chapter uh, 41 You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Consider becoming a sponsor of LUTG Radio. Advertise on LUTG Radio. You can find all that at LUTGradio.com. Amen. Chapter 42. Now when Jacob Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do ye look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get ye down thither and buy for us from thence that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, Joseph's brother, Jacob sent not with his brethren. For he said, Let's peradventure mischief befall him. And the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came. For the famine was in the land of Canaan, and Joseph was the governor over the land. And he it was that sold to all the people of the land, and Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with fear with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them. But he made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them. And he said unto them, 
Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies, to see the nakedness of the land that ye are come. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, we are true men, thy servants are no spies. And he said unto them, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said, Thy servants are twelve brethren, the, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said unto them, This is it that I speak unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved by the life of Pharaoh. Ye shall not go up forth hence, except your youngest brother come hither. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother, and, and, ye, shall, um, and ye shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you. Or else the life of Pharaoh, surely ye are spies. And he put them all together into war three days. And Joseph said unto them the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye carry corn for the famine of your houses. But bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be ver uh, verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. And they said one to another, We are verily guilty concerning your brother, concerning our brother, and that we saw the anguish of his soul when we besought, when he besought us. When, um, and we would not hear, therefore, is this distress come upon us? And Reuben answered him, saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child, and he and ye would not hear? Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. For he turned himself about from them and wept and returned to them again and communed with them and took from them and took from um, them Sim, uh, Simeon and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn and to restore every man's money into his sack and to give them provision the way and thus did he unto them and they laid their asses with the corn and they laid it and they laid it their asses with the corn and departed thence as one of them opened his sacks to give his ass provender in the end he espied his money for behold it was in his sacks mouth and he said unto his brother, My money is restored, and lo, it is even in this in my sack. And their heart failed them, and they were afraid, saying one another, saying one to another, What is this that God hath done unto us? And they came unto Jacob their father, unto the land of Canaan, 
and told him all that befall them unto them saying the man who is in the land who is the lord of the land spake roughly to us and took us for spies of the country and we said unto him we are true men we are no spies we be 12 brethren of 12 brethren the sons of our father one is not and the youngest is this day with our father in the land of canaan and the and the man the lord of the country said unto us hereby shall i know that ye are true men leave one of your brethren here with me and take food for the famine of our households and be gone and bring our youngest brother to me then shall i i'm sorry and bring your youngest brother to me and um then shall i know that ye are no spies but that ye are true men so will i deliver you your so will i deliver you your brother and ye shall traffic in the land and it came to pass as they emptied their sacks that behold every man's bundle of money was in his sack and when both they and their father saw the bundles of money they were afraid and jacob their father said unto them we we um sorry me have ye bereaved of my children joseph is not and simeon is not and ye will take benjamin away all these things are against me and reuben spake unto his father saying slay my two sons if i bring him not to thee deliver him into my hand and i will bring him to thee again and he said my son shall not go down with you for his brother is dead and he is left alone this mischief befall him by the way in which in the which ye go shall ye bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to the grave that is the end of chapter 42 you're listening to wkkp digital broadcasting amen check out lutgradio.com there's lots of stuff um on there um bible studies which i'm putting up um well there there and then there's the the studying of the word foundations there's a foundations uh course up there that you can study and um read over amen just go to lutgradio.com and click on salvation um and then you'll see the pull down menu and there's lots of stuff for you to do amen so you will not be bored this weekend you have no reason to be amen jesus loves you 100 amen hallelujah hallelujah amen jesus loves you consider being a sponsor of lutg radio you can do that at lutg radio.com here chapter 43 says and the famine was sore in the land and it came to pass when they had eaten up the corn which they had brought out of egypt their father said unto them go again buy us a little food and judah spake unto him saying the man did solemnly protest unto us saying 
ye shall not see my face except your brother be with you if thou wilt send our brother with us we will go down and buy thee food and if thou wilt not send him we will not go down for the man said unto us ye shall not see my face except your brother be with you and israel said wherefore do wherefore dealt ye so ill with me as to tell the man whether ye had yet a brother and they said the man asked us strictly of our state and of our kindred saying is your father yet alive have ye another brother and we told him according to the tenure of these words could we certainly know that he would say bring your brother down and judah said unto israel his father send the lad with me and we will arise and go that we may live and not die both we and thou and also our little ones i will be sure i will be surety for him of my hand shalt thou require him if i bring him not unto thee and set him before thee then let me bear the blame forever for except we for except we had lingered surely now we had returned this second time and the father and their father israel said unto them if it must be so now do this take the best fruits in the land in your vessels carry down the man carry down the man a present a little balm and a little honey spices and myrrh nuts and almonds and take double money in your hand and the money that was brought again in the truth of your sacks i'm sorry in the mouth of your sacks carry it again in your hand peradventure it was an oversight take also your brother and arise go again unto the man and god almighty give you mercy before the man that he may send away your brother and benjamin if i be bereaved of my children i am bereaved and the man took that present and i'm sorry and the men took that present and they took double money in their hand and benjamin and rose up and went down in uh to egypt and stood before joseph <laughs> joseph was a modern day corner store <laughs> grocery store I should say he's like a superstore in there <laughs> and <laughs> superstores all over the land <laughs> he's the beginning of what like walmarts and cubs and winco and when joseph saw benjamin with them he said unto the rule he said to the ruler of his house bring these men home and slay and make ready for these men shall dine with me at noon and the man did as joseph bade and the man brought the men in and the man brought the men into joseph's house and the men were afraid because they were brought into joseph's house and they said because of the money that was returned in our sacks at the first time as we brought as we brought in that he may seek occasion against us and fall up and fall upon us and take us for bondmen um, and our asses and they came near and they came near to the steward of joseph's house and they communed with him at the door of the house and said oh sir 
We came indeed down at the first time to buy food, and it came to pass when we came uh, to the end that we opened our sacks, and behold, every man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, and full weight, and we have brought it again in our hand, and the other money have we brought down in our hands to buy food. We cannot tell you um, who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace be to you, fear not. Your God and the God of your father hath given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money, and he brought Simeon un, um, out unto them. And the man brought the men to Joseph, into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet. And he gave their asses provender. And they made ready the present against Joseph. Uh, and they made ready the present against Joseph came at noon. For they heard that they should eat uh, bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house. And bowed themselves to him to the earth, and they asked of the where, and they I'm sorry, and he asked of their welfare, and said, "Is your father well? The old man of whom he ye spake is he yet alive?" And they answered, "Thy servant, uh, our father, is in good health; he is yet alive." And they bowed down their heads and made obeisance, and he lifted up his eyes. And saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother, of whom ye spake unto me? And he said, Grace, um, God be gracious unto thee, my son. And Joseph made haste, for his bowels did yearn upon his brother. And he sought where to weep, and he entered into his chamber and wept there. And he washed his face and went out and refrained himself and said, set on bread. And they set on for him by himself and for them by themselves and for the Egyptians, which did eat with them by themselves, because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. And they set before him the firstborn according to his birthright. And the youngest according to his birthright. And the men marveled one at another. And he took and sent masses into um, masses unto them. Beef, I'm sorry, messes. And he took and sent messes um, unto them from before him. But Benjamin's mess was five times so much as any um, of others as they drank. And uh, were merry with them. Now, as I was reading this, um, what I saw was that um, people that exercised racism back in the day, during during the time of slavery for America, when they would go and get slaves from Africa and anywhere that they would find somebody that was of darker skin or some country that would be willing to give away their their people as slaves or sell them. Uh, eventually, people start buying, stop buying and they start taking. And so um, they 
they um they came over to America and as they were being reared in the ways of slavery uh these people these slaves would these men would sleep with their wives with the women have baby by them and they would separate them um from their households so slaves could not eat with um slave owners and um and as uh, even as slavery was ended um after Abraham Lincoln signed the uh the um emancipation proclamation in 1863 um, even as freed men, people of color cannot eat at the same table with, uh, whites, nor be in the same restaurant oftentimes. And even in the 19th century, um, even in the fifties and sixties, people and in seventies and eighties and even present day blacks cannot, were not allowed to eat in the same restaurants with white people they would tell them to go around to the back door or they would tell them this is a private club. They would tell them you have to have a certain dress attire. Recently I saw online a video of a woman. Uh, she went to take her and her husband went to take, uh, went to dinner or lunch with their child. Um, maybe it was dinner. Anyway, uh, they took their child to dinner and their child had on, you know, little kids. They wear t-shirts and shorts and gym shoes and it was summer it's summer and it's hot outside so they didn't really want to dress them up because it's hot and they wouldn't let them eat there because the little boy had on gym shoes you know running shoes like nikes or something he had on running shoes and um um like gym shorts like you know those shiny like a uh, basketball shorts and uh, a t-shirt he looked decent and they wouldn't let him eat, but they allowed a white family whose child was dressed the exact same way. The only difference was that the white child's clothes were blue and the black child's clothes were black. And so they rushed the little boy out of the restaurant, the family out of the restaurant, um, because um, the family was complaining, the black family was complaining. Why is it that you allow that family whose son has on the exact same thing as my son. We're black and they're white. You let them in to eat, but you tell us we have to leave and go change his clothes or go buy him new clothes to sit in your restaurant. And not only was there one child that was dressed that same way, there were two. And so, because at first it said no gym shoes, and then it said no boxer, no uh, basketball shorts or whatever. But two little boys were dressed the same way. And then another example is um, white black people could not share pool space. They thought that black people were dirty. But here's a strange thing. There are many of white men that went in onto black women to have sex with them and then went back and had sex with their wives. So if black people were that dirty, why would you have sex with them and have babies by them? have white looking babies but black mothers I say this to say not to harp on white people or black people I say this to say is that racism is crazy they took this story from the book of Genesis about separation and about how Egyptians thought that it was an abomination to eat eat with someone of a darker color 
they missed the whole point. While they were busy practicing racism, they had a black man that were that was over them, the leader over them, the leader over them. And he was trying to unite the people. Because truly, those Hebrews were not supposed to even be in that place with them. But yet, a Hebrew was over them. Joseph foretold what he what God would have him to do and God and Joseph in my opinion is a Jesus type and that he was trying to unite the masses he was given a position by God to bring all sorts of people under one roof which is exactly what he did he blessed each and every person this was like a modern day United States a modern day world where the whole world is crying out equal rights regardless of skin color life matters regardless of what you look like life matters and some of you would say regardless of what your sexual preference is life matters you know what you're actually right No one gets to take your life because they don't like your life choices. This is why I say and why the word of God says. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. but that the world through him might be saved. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, let's let's fix that right now. Repeat this prayer after me to be forgiven of your sins. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. And from this day forward, I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues 
for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Amen. Remember to be of sober mind. Amen. That means to let the Lord help you with your decisions. That means to make right choices. To not be drunk in anxiousness. To not give in to your lust. Meaning, if y'all married, be faithful to your spouse. That's both, that is for both male and female because women cheat as much as men do when they don't control themselves. Be sober in mind because a fleeting moment of pleasure will hurt you for a long time. Remember, relationships are built on trust. And if you cannot trust one another, it makes it more difficult to truly and genuinely love one another. So if you're like the movie Fireproof and you're not actually having sex with another woman, but you're looking at porn all day long, you look at so much porn that you don't even touch your wife. That's how much porn you're looking at. You're looking at so much porn, you don't even touch your wife. Not good. Not good. You're dropping your seed on the floor on a floor that comes up and withers away and does not love you when you should be putting your seed on the floor of your wife's womb who loves you and will give you great satisfaction and will support you emotionally in any other way that you may need or desire. Same thing for you women. Don't call him a good for nothing. Call him blessed. Say he's my blessing and not my curse. He honors me and loves me. It is a joy to be with him. Amen. Give God all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. When you honor your husband, your wife, you are honoring God. The blood of Jesus is more than enough. The blood of Jesus is more than enough. I'm taking time to say this to you so that you will understand this weekend you will come across many temptations. You will come across many temptations every day. You come across many temptations and every day it is your opportunity to say, I love Jesus. I love God. I love my God and I love my spouse. I love my beloved. I choose to not cheat physically, spiritually, emotionally with my imagination, my conscience, my emotions. All of me is with my Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, and my spouse, the one I love, my wife, the one I'm dedicated to. I love you. Give it all to God. Amen. Give it all to your spouse. You can have friends, but not even your friends come before your spouse. You feel me? Jesus loves you. Know God. 
He will not uh, he will not allow you to have another God. Worship the Lord God Almighty and him only. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, for thou art worthy. Awesome, mighty, beautiful, wonderful God, our creator. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Devotionals with Jesus Christ and Kathy Brox. I am Kathy Brox. Have a blessed day.